This is the Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones of MrsChristyJones.com, episode number 20. In today's episode, we are talking about hitting the reset button, the reset button to your heart. Up next on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. Welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Little-Jones. I am a relationship coach, a marriage and family champion, and the chief cheerleader for women all over the world. I have created this podcast especially for you. For those of you who desire to be a wife, those of you who want to thrive as a wife, and those of you who need encouragement staying a wife. (laughs) And so in today's podcast, I am super excited to share and introduce to you a dear friend and sister of mine. It's perfect because it's the beginning of a brand new year. And so we are going to talk to awesome, amazing young lady. She is, her background is in sales and marketing. She has a huge heart to serve and she is super passionate about helping women walk in their purpose. This is why we're so close. (laughs) She is uh, really preparing to not only write books, multiple books. She's really family oriented. She loves life. She loves to travel. She has a huge heart and just is a beautiful person inside and out. So I'm so excited that she decided to join us today for our podcast. And her name is Shalana Blades. Hi, sis. Hey, oh my goodness. If I didn't know any better, I'll be like, who is she talking about? (laughs) Thank you so much, Christy. I'm so excited to Uh, share this time with you. Yes, me too. Thank you so much for joining us. And I'm really excited about our episode today because we are talking about hitting the reset button. (laughs) And I love that in, you know, I know for me, a lot of times people hate the you know, brand resolutions, new year resolutions and all of that kind of things. But I, I get really excited about the first of the year because yeah, me too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's an opportunity to hit the reset button. It's the all opportunity right. to start fresh, to let go of the thing we're holding you down or even let go of the past that might not have been so good in the year before. Right. Right. And so tell us, you know, hitting the reset, Let's go ahead and just jump into the conversation and and tell us a little bit about what that means to you. Well, thank you so much once again for having me on. So hitting the reset is was so key for me for this year and not to relive past and I'm calling 2018 <laughs> the past, even though it was only a couple of weeks ago. Right. But um you know, I'm very strong in my faith with God. And I was like, okay, how am I going to walk into 2019? And the reset just came to mind. Mm -hmm. And I heard a couple of, um, you know, pastors talk about this. And, you know, one of the things I realized is that um, when you hit the reset button, it starts with the motherboard, right? So Mm -hmm. something is going on, something is is needs to happen in order for you to, you know, go back to either 
full completion of uh, where you first started, mm-hmm. like, you know, um, like with your phone. Sometimes you need to do a soft reset. Uh-huh. Sometimes it's a hard reset. Going back to the manufacturers, uh, how it was Ooh. created to be, right? Yeah. So I realized the motherboard for us is our heart. Ooh. Hitting, you know, getting the reset button on our heart. Because, you know, like I said, faith is big to me. And I looked at Proverbs 4 and 23, and it reads, above all else, guard your heart for everything Mm -hmm. you do flows from it. So sometimes when we have those nasty attitudes and, you know, nothing really happened, but you just have a contentious way. Mm -hmm. We're trying to figure out where did that come from? It's from the heart. Mm -hmm. And I know today we're talking about, you know, hitting that reset button and I really want to guide this conversation to my single ladies all yes. the single ladies all, all the single, single ladies, ladies. The single- <laughs> yes yes I really want to you know tell my single soul sisters of everywhere hit that reset button to your heart mm-hmm. because what you don't want to happen is to have past situations, hurt, pains, or what have you to be cluttered in there. So when that person walks up to see and meet you, you don't have, you know, your heart's not full of stuff. Yeah, It doesn't matter. Right. So that's one thing that I want to say, you know, to our single ladies, like let's hit the reset button to our hearts. Mm -hmm. That is so good because, you know, it's interesting because I think a lot of women don't know how to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, they, I think they think they're doing it or they think they're trying to get past it or get beyond it, but they don't know how to reset it where there's no more residue. Mm. Right. That residue. And that residue really blocks the, you from even being, being able to receive God's fullness of who is waiting or is looking for you. And because we have the residue, which could be, um, protection to some degree right where you want to keep a distance right or it could be where you don't like being being vulnerable or transparent or it could be even a lack of trust that could be a residue that when you don't reset your heart because one of the things I do believe in love in relationships is that you have got to be willing to take the risk to go all in Oof. and if you are not if you don't know how to reset or if you don't know how to um, like you said, just reset with the motherboard <laughs> mm-hmm. and and reset your heart and intention to receive the fullness of what God has for you, then you can't receive the fullness. Right. Right. right? Yes. And so a lot with this reset, what it what it does is taking your focus mm-hmm. and, and, and reprioritizing what are you focusing on? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because as a single person, um, it's, it's challenging, right? Because yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's challenging because you have this desire of companionship and then you're tired of going to all the holiday functions and you have to hear that one aunt that asks you every time, Honey. when are you going to get married? <laughs> Don't you think you're getting a little too old? Girl. Are you trying to have kids? Like... <laughs> I mean, Sarah was what over ninety years right. old when she had. I, I think God's still in the miracle business. <laughs> you can have kids. <laughs> I mean, trust me. Um, but with that being said, you know, 
the whole what I, I want us to think about also the reset as a single person it is it's the realignment of your priorities because mm. you're in preparation for that promotion of becoming a wife mm. right but also with that um I never want us to lose focus of the now yes and resetting is is enjoying who you are now and I know I heard you say something key um Christy is that you know, some people don't know how to do that. Like, yeah. how do I reset? It's falling in love with who you are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And going back to that, um, because so many times I think we falling out of love with ourselves because of hurts. Yes. Um, the definitions and the labels that past relationships have put on mm-hmm. us undoingly. Um, even things, you know, people said to us. Yes. You know, it it took us away from loving who we really are. Yes. And one thing that I'm doing for myself, I am fasting from social media. Um, Oh, girl. That's another way to reset. And social media is a great platform. I mean, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it connects you to people that you will never have the connection with. Um, Yes. It, you know, also products that you never thought about trying right you see demonstrations of it but what it also does it is a breathing ground for comparison absolutely and instead of you looking forward and being focused on the things that god has given you to do and for you to fully walk in your purpose that scrolling action that you're scrolling through people's pages mm-hmm. is is as if you were sitting down and you're looking to your left and your right yes yes and, and, and all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing enough. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so behind. I don't have this. I don't have this. And the biggest one for us, we singles is I'm not married yet. Yeah. I thought I was going to be married at this age and so on and mm-hmm. so forth. Mm-hmm. And I am so grateful to God because I was that one. I was that girl that was like, yep, at age 25, mm-hmm. I will be married by 27. I'll have my first child. And by 29, <laughs> I'll be working on kid number two. I mean, right. I had it laid out. <laughs> right. And when it didn't pan out like that, I became so frustrated. Mm. Mm-hmm. So frustrated with God and I, mm-hmm. and I'm like you, Christy, I'm everybody's cheerleader. Right. Yeah. Yep. But sometimes it's like, I'm tired of cheering everybody else on. Mm-hmm. Right. That's real. Absolutely. <laughs> when is it my turn? Yes. And that's what happens. So um, knowing when to hit that reset button is when you start feeling that you don't love yourself anymore mm-hmm. and you're always comparing like I'm not this I'm not doing this all those different things that's the right time to hit the reset button and how to do it is just tuning out the things that's stealing your joy Mm, that's so good tune out the things that steal your joy yes and um you know how did you identify that um, when I became cranky with little things, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I just was like, and, and it will be simple things, you know, uh, even like a text message, like I'm an encourager. That's my gift. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, just the other day I sent this, I thought in my mind, you know, his, <laughs> I thought in my mind, this is the bomb message. <laughs> this is going to make you go out there and run and be that champion that you are. And that person's response back was, oh, thank you. That yeah. was it. 
no yep. emoji, yep. no exclamation yep. mark, just <laughs> thank you. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is like, it, it hurt. Back in the day, I think I would have cried. I would have, mm. you know, just pitched a fit and fall into that pit of I'm not enough. All, you know, mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. those things that you fall into. But then I checked it. I checked mm-hmm. it when it entered that door of my heart and it wanted to fest. I was like, oh no. Right. I think you is enough. You are enough. You did what you were supposed to do. Yes. Let that seed. It was a seed that was planted. And it's not, sometimes it's not always for you to sit there and water the seed. Sometimes it's for you to plant the seed. That's so good. Right. Um, so it was little things like that, that I started noticing that I would get irritable about things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what is going on? Because your irritation is a deeper root cause. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's, let's uncover that a little bit mm-hmm. because, you know, like you said, your irritation, your frustration, your um, anger, bitterness, resentment, mm-hmm. all of those are a deeper rooted cause. So when, so when something like that comes up for one of our listeners, what's the first thing that they need to do to kind of be able to go a little deeper? Oh, this is, this is a real challenging for a lot of people. Um, you have to be transparent with yourself. Mm-hmm. We get good at showing our representatives to other people <laughs> to the point we show the representatives to ourselves. Mm-mm. And, you know, we, you know, we women, you know, a lot of us, especially, and I want, I'm directing this back to single women because we do this because we want to make sure we're not that, you know, um, what's the word I want to use? We're not that annoying girl or we're not nagging or anything. So we just simply say, oh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And no, it's not okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we've, we've done that so many times to the point we do it to ourselves. Right. Be like, oh, it's okay. It's not. No, it's not okay. Mm-hmm. So first I will say, be transparent with yourself because it's in that transparency. You can, it's like an onion. You begin mm-hmm. to peel back the root of it. You right. know, like, why do I feel like this? Mm-hmm. Why am I having this issue? Right. Right. And um, one of the things I remember one time I was having a conversation with um, my former pastors, um, husband and wife team back in Minnesota. And I was sitting there and you know, I was just thinking about past relationships that I had with men. Right. Mm-hmm. And it just came to me and I think I knew it, but I just, you know, I, I, I said it out loud and I was like, you know, I just really don't trust men. <laughs> wow and so that's my, strong yeah and so my pastor's wife looked at me and she was just like okay so she was like well where did that come from what do you think it came from I was like you know I had to fully admit admit that it came from past hurts from my dad yes yes and unaddressed you know hurt that I just mold over and was just like oh it's my dad and I'll just you know let it be mm-hmm. and me saying out loud it was just like the first level of releasing that mm-hmm. and then God had me to write my dad a letter and as silly as it sound it was like therapeutic but it was so necessary Absolutely. because I had to send that letter and then I'm like waiting to see like oh my gosh what is my dad gonna say about this and you know all these different things yeah but 
we had the most amazing relationship and it it just catapulted our relationship from me just treating my dad as an ATM. Like I, my relationship mm-hmm. with my dad was just, Oh, I'll just go with him when I need some money. Mm-hmm. You know, they, I will have different events going on. And my mom was like, Hey, you know, did you tell your dad you're doing this? Da, da, da. And I was like, why? And it, and, mm. and all honesty, I didn't think that that was a problem. It was like, why? Like, why do I need to tell him that? And Interesting. I, and it didn't dawn on me until several years, you know, after college and I'm adulting, if you will. And mm-hmm. it just hits me like, this is what would happen. You know, wow. the situation that happened when I was at age five. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and just finding, I felt like my dad lied to me. You know, that, that was a thing back mm-hmm. then. I just like, he was my best friend. I mean, dad, you lied about this, you know? Mm-hmm. And so from that created a ripple effect. And so being transparent of what caused that hurt to me, like it just opened the door because what happened was, is God's word says, he's not like man that he shall lie. And he's my heavenly father. But because I had issues with my earthly father, I actually had issues with my heavenly father. It was Mm -hmm. hard for me to even trust him. Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Right? Yes. And and I know there are many, many women who um, have a similar situation where they may not have had even a good relationship with their dad like you or they, you know, they and they and because maybe they didn't even have a dad. Right. And so that also leads to not trusting right. men because that's not the order. That's not the design. Um, God's intention. God intended that a husband and wife be married and right. that they multiply and have children. And when the order is broken or that it doesn't, if it doesn't even exist, there are things that are going to show up that you don't even realize that, that are there as a result of the, the lack of order. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Wow. So you, um, so going to the root and being transparent with yourself is key to really identifying the things that are stealing your joy. And so when you, so things that you realized from last year Mm -hmm. that were stealing your joy, what is the next step? Like when you recognize that, okay, this person in my life who I thought was a girlfriend or this, you know, being close to this coworker or whatever it is, um, they really are bringing me, there's this bring me so much negativity. I don't like being around them. I remember having relationships like that where I just felt, felt like a garbage can that people just would vent and dump their negativity. And I just couldn't, I felt horrible afterwards. So when you recognize that, what do you do? Like, how do you take the next step to get rid of that thing that is stealing your joy right so a lot of my closest friends here heard me say this and I said I'm going to get a t-shirt with this on on it and it says I am loyal to my peace (laughs) I love that's tweet that's a tweet right there I know you're fasting social media (laughs) but that's a tweet I am loyal to my (laughs) right oh I love that yes I am loyal to my peace so anything I, and, and a thing could be your thought, person, or action. If it's not an opportunity cost mm. and it's costing your peace, costing you your peace and your joy, it is way too much. It's too expensive for you. Ooh. 
What is costing you your peace? That is so good. It's too expensive. It's too expensive. Wow. And sometimes we live above our means. Come on, Shalana. (laughs) That is so good. You know, we always live above our means, right? (laughs) If you're thinking about it from the financial standpoint, you know, a lot of times we live so much above our means and, and we're trying to please the Joneses. You're the yeah. only Jones I know right now outside of my grandmother, but right. I'm not a Jones. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So who am I trying to prove? And, 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 and to my single ladies, listen, baby girl, that man is going to fall in love with you with your heart, not your Hermes Ar- mm. suit on or whatever. <laughs> you may be looking bad as hell ever, but if your heart is not in the right place, he's not going to see that. He's going to mm. look at you, yes, but when you start talking, he's going to hear your heart. Mm. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so going back, so if it's costing you your joy and your peace, it is too expensive. Oh, I love Do that. Do not live above your means. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I love that. And so, you know, like even I love the analogy behind that, too, because, you know, I know that many times, especially with our hearts as single Mm -hmm. women, Uh. we live above our means. We do. Mm -hmm. We, you know, the price, the it's costing us way so way too much because of the things that are deeply rooted that we're not being transparent with. Right. Right. Like, Like loneliness. Mm or fear mm-hmm. that is starting to come up. And so now we are settling. Ooh. We are, honey, we are not <laughs> loyal to our peace. We are living above our means when we are dating or going out with, or even entertaining a relationship with someone who yes. we know we're not supposed to be with. Mm. Oh my goodness. My sister, you said a mouthful <laughs> right there. Honey. Oh my gosh. So, we were having sister time with my cousins and my mom and we're just sitting there talking and they're just, oh, they're just ragging on me. You know, they're just like, Oh, this gentleman, he's so cute. Da, 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 da. And I'm looking at them like, yeah, cute is one thing. And you know, back in the day mm-hmm. that, that was your everything. Like, yes, yes. Good on my arm. <laughs> and, you know, don't be mad when I say this, be like, Oh, he will be nice to have babies with. Cause you're right. thinking about how your kids going to like, Yes, yes. Mind, right? right. We all have gone there. Yes. We've gone there. But my my focus right now, I'm desiring my purpose partner. The one that Ooh. can push me, you know, when I need that extra push and, and, and that I can submit unto. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because he submitted unto God. Right. But the, the conversation went around, you know, like, oh, he's, you know, he's cute, Lana, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, listen. I am ready to settle down, but I'm not ready to settle. Mm. And that's where you have to be. Like, it's fine to be ready to want to settle down, but do not settle. And sometimes I believe that we are like, we are wives. We're single Mm -hmm. because we haven't been connected to our respective husbands. Right. But we are brides in waiting. Right. Absolutely. you know, shows like this, your podcast is helping us to in that preparation, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. To to become, exactly. you know, just like Michelle Obama's new book, Becoming. We're we're all constantly evolving. Yes, and even in that role. But the thing about it is that sometimes we subject ourselves to undue hurt and pain. Mm. And I'm gonna be honest to you, ladies. Even when we give of our bodies. Mm-hmm. because we're thinking oh you know 
if I don't sleep with him, he's going to go away. Da, da, mm-hmm. Baby, mm-hmm. your, <laughs> your mm-hmm. sex game, if I can be real, real. <laughs> yes, we're very real on this show. <laughs> so bring it. It's not going to keep a man. Nope. Because think about the anatomy of a man and a woman, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. A man enters in, right? Yes. And he deposits. And we are the nurturers. Mm-hmm. And we're, we carry. So everything this man deposits, we carry. Mm. And if you continue to allow these pseudo-husbands, because you know when you mm. sleep with someone, you know them in biblical terms. And that is your quote-unquote husband. Wow. So every time... You allow a man to enter into you and he deposits. Wow. And I don't care, you know, people y'all are going to be like, well, he had a condom on. No, he's depositing yes. into right. you. Right. Every time you're carrying all of that. Wow. All of that. So sometimes you may be wondering like, man, why am I depressed? You weren't depressed mm. before, but you got to remember you slept with John. Mm who slept with Mary and Mary slept with Travis Mm. and whomever else who had this. And now you're carrying everybody inside Mm. of your, the cavities of your wall, your soul. Wow. So that's why you can't be so wrapped up into quote unquote loneliness to subject yourself to a temporal fix. Mm. Mm. It's not going to work. Right. It, it, I mean, it just leaves you depleted. And I'm not saying I'm perfect because I've been there. Right. I've been there. I Let me tell you something. It's a great thing. Sex is great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But under the confines of marriage. Right. That's when it's beautiful and amazing mm-hmm. and ordained. Right. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, it's a lesson. I, I, I mean, I, I had to really check myself and look at, like, what are you doing to mm-hmm. jeopardize your peace with just these like relationships and one thing I want to tell you single ladies too: be mindful of your dating habits Mm. because what it is like if you are um habitual dater I mean like I know some friends like they go out every night of the week free meals honey like yes (laughs) they get these meals out here (laughs) (laughs) but let me tell you something like if you like if your life is like a dating game, you're preparing yourself to treat your marriage as such. And a marriage mm-hmm. is commitment. Mm-hmm. But see, with dating, if you don't like a person, what you could do is say bye bye, get on out. Mm-hmm. With your marriage, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. That's good. You got to learn how to be committed, right? Right. So, and I get it. You know what I'm saying? You're having a good time or whatever, but be very mindful of your actions because mm-hmm. they have repercussions. Right. That's really good. And I just pray and believe that, you know, what you shared about just being mindful of your, not only your dating habits, but even engaging in, in sex on, you know, outside of the the confines of marriage. Mm -hmm. I just believe that that will just usher in breakthrough and revelation for someone who's listening, because, you know, I think, I just believe that when we follow one of my very favorite quotes, and I say it all the time is by Dr. Miles Monroe. And he says, when the purpose is unknown, Mm. 
abuse is inevitable. Yes. So if you don't understand the purpose of marriage, abuse is inevitable. So when you understand the purpose that God created you, he created sex for marriage. He created you as one. So there needs to be agreement when you are in marriage, when you understand that um, what God meant by submission, Mm -hmm. then the the blessings, the promise, the purpose flow. Yes. But when you don't understand the purpose of marriage, abuse is inevitable. So now yes. when there is, you know, an independent woman who maybe gets married a little later in life and she doesn't really understand submission the way God orders it. And now she says or does something or um, even verbally communicate something to her husband that's offensive because Mm -hmm. innately he was created as the head right there's there's friction yeah because now there's a there's a there's a what do you call it a blockage in the flow yes yes and that's a whole nother episode guys but we (laughs) ladies (laughs) i should say but it's just there's order and there's an understanding of of purpose that's here. And so there's an understanding too, I believe in just what you were talking about, resetting your heart. Mm-hmm. You know, God said, pursue me first. Yes. Above all things. Right. And so that's the first thing, like we can't let, let's, let's, let's just start, stop there. Like let's put a pin right there. Mm-hmm. Pursue me first above all things. And so are you pursuing me first? Mm. Like if we're not pursuing him first, we're out of order. <laughs> totally. Right. So we can't. So it's just it just makes so much sense why we all are are struggling or we are unhappy or we don't have peace or all of these things that we desire are not manifesting because we haven't even done, you know, step one. Yeah. Step one. Right. And the one thing that um, God shared with me. Um, and a couple of my prayer partners last year was to go back to praising him. Yeah. You know, just, it it seems so simple, but go back to praising him because in in the, in praising him, you're honoring God for who he is and the things he is, you know, kept you from and all those, and all those little boyfriends that like rejected you quote unquote. You know, the famous saying, you know, that rejection was for your protection. It really mm-hmm, was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It really was. And and even so, it it was probably for their protection as well. And I say that because sometimes you probably weren't even prepared to be with that person even. No way. Right. Absolutely. You know, it's not always them. It's sometimes you. <laughs> right. And God had to show me, um, it was several years ago. I think it was 20, it might've been 2011, 2012. I had this dream in which I was just talking down to this figure and I knew it was a guy. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I'm just fussing, blah, 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 blah. And I just woke up and I was like, what was that about? Because I didn't have an argument with anyone that I could think of. Um, And my boyfriend at the time, we weren't beefing or anything. And immediately I felt this unction to open my Bible hmm. and I opened my Bible and I looked down. I mean, I literally just opened it up and it was a verse that talked about a contentious woman tears down her household mm-hmm. with her, her hands. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm paraphrasing there. Right. And I was like, wow, that's interesting. 
you know, and then a couple of months later, I had another dream where I was driving a bulldozer and I'm driving a bulldozer in these townhomes that are like tightly knit together. So it makes no sense for me mm-hmm. to have this big old bulldozer in this area. And every time I go to put my hand on the gear, it just like goes fast and is about to hit the wall. And then uh, once I release the person in the driver's seat, which was God, put his hand on it, everything steered correctly. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, man, what does that mean? Right. So that I had that dream then followed up with this other dream. And I don't know if you guys ever watched the movie Scrooge and he has the ghost of Uh Christmas past and all Mm -hmm. these different ghosts. Mm -hmm. Well, I quote unquote had a ghost of Christmas recent or whatever it Mm -hmm. was, but it actually wasn't a ghost. It was like Jesus standing next to me. Right. And I'm seeing myself having this heated discussion with a gentleman and I am fussing and y'all, I am cussing in front of Jesus and I don't cuss. So I'm right. like, oh my gosh, Shalana, <laughs> you can't do this. Jesus is standing right here as if he's not there with us every day when we're doing stuff. Right. Mm-hmm, right. And so every time I'm cussing at this, this guy, he's getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Mm. And so I had to think and I had to, God show me the trilogy of these dreams because it was three parts. He had to show me. And what he, and he referenced back that scripture and he said, the same mouth that you use to praise your husband can't be the same mouth you use to tear him down with. Mm-mm. And so going back to what I said earlier, that preparation as to sometimes God protected that guy from you because you weren't ready. You would tear him down. No, yeah. And I know, you know, I was raised by some strong women, honey. And their mouth, they can pop off like that. Mm-hmm. And, but even though they can, and if they were right or wrong, whatever it may be, I can't, how God is preparing me for my household is not the same as the household that I was raised up under, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And so we're all in preparation. So, you know, we may have wanted these things in the past or whatever. And it's cute, you know, that hashtag goals that you see on, on um, Instagram or <laughs> Facebook or whatever. But we are being prepared for purpose. Mm. And, you know, just like you were talking about, Christy, um, if you don't understand the purpose of marriage, it, you will destruct it. Yes. Yes. I mean, and it's simple things like, you know. It men are fragile, even mm-hmm. though mm-hmm. you know they present this big old macho, yeah, machismo. Yeah, they are fragile, definitely. And they, you know, it takes some a while to truly open up. They got to understand to see if can I care? Can she carry my heart? Mm-hmm. That is can so she? powerful. And that is exactly what they wish they had the words to say. Yes. They, I, I know so many men who wish they could communicate it like that. Like, mm-hmm. so when they are courting or pursuing a young lady, that's their question. Will she be able to carry my heart? Will yeah. she take care of it? Will she protect it? Will she water it? Will she, you know, shine it up? <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And they don't know how to communicate that. So they don't know how to even allow to be open to even sometimes receiving that because of past hurt. Right. Right. That's really good. And I, I just, I love that. Go ahead. Go ahead. And and so 
with that with that being said, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know go a step further and and talk about you know you may see you know different women and you're like oh they're so gorgeous and they got everybody and this and a third and they're beautifying the outside but you don't even know what the inside look like you're right you don't know and so you know taking this time in this new year you know we're in we're in the first what 13 days mm-hmm. of the new year you can hit that reset button and i don't care if you're in the 13th day of the fifth month you can hit that reset button yes again. yes Yes. You know, some I had to hit the reset button this weekend. Yeah. And I was like, I'm charging along. Here we are, two weeks <laughs> in. I'm like, nope, hit it again. Yeah. And it's okay. It's okay. That's a beauty of, of of it. We can choose to reset at any moment of any day. Yes. And really we just can. say, you know what? this is not working for me. So I'm going to start over or this relationship isn't working for me or this job or this, this circumstance situation, whatever it is, it's not working for me because the, the cost it's, it's costing me too much, right? Mm -hmm. It's costing me my peace and I'm living above my means because this isn't making me, this is not aligning with my purpose. It's not aligning with peace. And I love that. And we have to continue to ha- be in this conversation with ourselves. Yes. So I love that when you say, you know, like resetting your heart, you have to reset your heart. You've got to reset your focus, yes. right? You've got to re- reset your words or like your mouth. What is it that you were saying? And really resetting your peace because we oftentimes we have lost sight of what it, what that is for us. Mm-hmm. individually mm-hmm. because we are so programmed to just get through life yes oh my gosh right get through the day mode. we are in survival yes. mode so we don't even know what our peace looks like or feels like or what it smells like or tastes like or how we'd even describe it mm-hmm. and we have to like you said just step back get clear get be very transparent with ourselves so that we can really reset mm-hmm. and shift. We may need to reshift. Hello. Yeah, that's good. Uh, last year, God spoke and he was like, shift happens. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. And what you going to do? You got to move with it. <laughs> right, yes. Shift happens. Happens, you know? Ooh. And one thing I want to say, you know, we're we're talking about the reset and we're talking about the joy that comes from resetting and everything. But I know to a lot of my sisters that may be listening to this podcast, you're afraid to reset mm-hmm. because you feel like you're starting over. Mm-hmm. And honestly, you're, you're not necessarily quote unquote starting from ground zero, so to speak. I want you to think about it as when it was the, a new school year, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, you had to hit a reset. Like you went from first grade to second grade to third grade, so on and so forth. And then you graduated, you went to middle school, then you graduated from that and then you go to high school, yeah, right? Yeah. You had to start over. You yeah, had right. to start over. And so it's just taking everything that you've learned and you're just starting over and, and you're getting that clarity that you need with the tool because, you know, you have tools in your toolbox, you know, experiences mm-hmm. and all these different things to apply to the new things that you will learn. Mm, that's good. You yes. Know? Yes. I love so that. You can't be afraid of it. You can't be, 
you know, and as I was praying for this call this today, and I just had this vision of all of us saying, thank you past. Mm. Now I can let you go. Oh, I love that. I love that. Um, I think, and not to cut you off, I think that's a lot of some of the reasons why we have been so resistant to hit that reset button because we're still holding on mm. on our past. But we should thank our past because we're the better for it. Mm. But we have to let it go. Mm. I love that, and I love that too. Just to even acknowledge, you know, because a lot of the past sometimes is you don't want to even think about it or remember it mm-hmm. but to to really acknowledge it and be grateful for it and to thank like thank you past thank you past thank you past for teaching me to become a better steward over my finances yes. thank you past for teaching me not to settle for uh, or never not to lower my standard or move the boundary stone in what it is that I desire in the way I desire to be treated. Like, yes. and so I just think that's such a beautiful exercise and a beautiful process in the journey of becoming the, like literally becoming and stepping fully into who God's created you to be. You, yes. that's a part of the process that I think people miss. They avoid it because they don't really know how to, even do something as simple as that. And that's to say, mm-hmm. thank you, past. Yeah, I love thank that. You, I love mm-hmm. that. And so what do you want to share with our listeners um, in their, their own journey, their own process of hitting the reset button? As we begin a brand new year, we begin a brand new year to not only in time, in the space of time, but to begin new to begin anew to start reset to start over like you know I loved your analogy of the motherboard and sometimes Mm -hmm. you need a soft reset sometimes you need a hard reset and then when you talked about the you know sometimes you need to erase and start (laughs) over with the Mm -hmm. daggone iPhones right yes um and so what do you want to share or what do you want to leave our listeners with today enjoy the moment Mm. the present moment um because I know that our desires for greater um, and some of you, the ladies may they're, they're ready for marriage and it, to them, it's a distant future, you know, they're thinking about it, but there's other things that's probably they're trying to wrap their minds around, you know, getting this promotion on the job, buying this new home, all these different things, but it, it, it divides your focus into things that don't necessarily don't matter, but God, God has already had them. They, they're mm-hmm. yours already, right? Mm-hmm. So enjoy the present and and just you know I you know I, I kind of touched on it, but I didn't go fully. I had uh, interesting things to happen in the past couple of months uh, with my grandparents, and what I'm learning what is that each day that I have with them is definitely a present. Mm-hmm. It's a joy, and so. I'm I'm truly getting back to the basic of just enjoying today mm-hmm. for tomorrow. The cares of tomorrow will take care of itself. You know, God got tomorrow. He got my mo- yesterday. He has my today. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's what I want to, you know, leave with the ladies is definitely um, just enjoy each moment. And, and in that time, you go in that mirror and you look at yourself and be like, you one bad mama. Because <laughs> you are like just Joy, enjoy the present moment and enjoy who you are at the moment mm. at that very moment you know it's sometimes 
so tough to do that. You know, like it sounds good, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah. It seems easy. Like, oh, just enjoy this season that I'm in. But for, I know numerous women who have desired to be married for decades. Yeah. Decades. I know women who've been um, wronged in a relationship and um, it may have ended up in divorce. And now, you know, 10, 15 years later, they never ever thought they'd still be by themselves mm-hmm. and are broken and are yeah. hurting and bitter and um, resentful and just negative, you know? And so how do you enjoy the moment when you are surrounded by the heaviness of the moment? Mm. That is real. And, you know, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say I have the, the full answer to that. But what I will share with you is a snippet of how I combat it. Mm-hmm. Um, I get real honest with God. Like, just the other day, I was, I, I, you know, I reverence God. and <laughs> But we have some real conversations. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I was like, Dad, like, for real, though. <laughs> Like, you know, I've been praying about this. Yeah. And I sowed some seeds, God. When those seeds are going to manifest? And mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just having a conversation, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I'm a, I am love comedy. And mm-hmm. so God's response back to me, it, it, sometimes in music, because I love music too, and then sometimes in co- a comedic way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, clearly he told me, he was like, um, instead of chilling, you need to be tilling. And I was like, what? <laughs> and he was like, instead of chilling, you need to be chilling. What God just told me was, I've been chilling so much, but my husband's going to see me tilling the land. I need to be tilling. Mm. I need to be working towards my purpose. Mm. So I would say, like, for me, I just had, I have Hannah moments where I just cry out. Yeah. And, you know, I know it seems so you know, super, you know, super spiritual or whatever. But honestly, daddy's the one that created us. He knows the desires of our Mm -hmm, hearts. Right. mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, here it is, you know, not my mom always say not to give your age, but um, I'm 30 plus Mm -hmm. and, you know, single, no kids or anything like that. Um, But I, I, I really believe it's coming to a place where you're truly content where you are. And yes, you have these desires, you know, contentment doesn't mean complacency. You still have expectations and making sure that your expectations are on God, you know, Mm. not on a person Mm. or or what you desire. It's truly on God. Um, And continue to date yourself. Um, I love that. I told I told my friends this all the time. And Christy, I shared this with you before, you know, about single women instead of sitting around, you know, being interested become interesting Mm -hmm. find a hobby Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying um just do something fun I I, so many of my girlfriends who are married they were like you know I had desires to be married and then I started doing this and God told me to do this and this and the third and he just popped up yes I have heard many like (laughs) that as well for sure and you know everybody's journey and story is different but I firmly believe in the pop up because the Lord <laughs> clearly told me. He said, "Instead of be chilling, you're gonna be tilling. Mm. You're gonna be doing your purpose, what I called you to do." And don't worry, I already got him. Mm. 
And who's to say that, and you know, sometimes I know for us, we're like, oh my gosh, what did I do wrong, God? I did something wrong. And I mm-hmm, did this. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. But what if he's preparing him? Right. The one for you. Right. We take so much of the ownership as to why we're not married. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. No. But yeah, I mean, you know, there's, I don't really know if I am qualified with that, you know, that, oh, you know, the one, two, three step answer yeah, to that. Yeah, but yeah. but I, I believe like really crying out to God and sharing your heart and being transparent in that moment and saying, God, look, I'm tired of hugging my pillow. Yeah. And I mean, those are conversations I have with God. I'd be like, Lord, for real, like, I'm seriously tired of hugging my pillow. <laughs> and you, and you know, I said, and you know what I like. Right. (laughs) Daddy, you know what I like. So, yeah, you know, but it's exactly. And I just and, you know, it really was a question of for even just pondering for all of our listeners who Mm -hmm. are in that place, single or even married where you are just it's hard for you to enjoy the moment. It's yes. it's a challenge for you to even be able to look beyond the heaviness that you are really surrounded by or you mm-hmm. may be drowning in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it really is, I believe, an opportunity for you to step back, for you to oh, yeah. really identify those things that are are not bringing you joy, right? but to, and it just one by one, like one by one, let's just assess them. You know, like, why is, why are you angry or why do you feel, um, what's the word? Um, sarcastic all the time, mm-hmm. right? There's something underlying that. So what's really going on? And then you may say, well, I'm really tired of doing life by myself, Mm-hmm. Right. I'm mm-hmm. tired of paying the bills by myself. I'm tired of not having enough to pay the bills. I'm tired of, you know, seeing everybody's wonderful life on Facebook mm-hmm. and all of their beautiful husbands and kids. And mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. it's just painful. <laughs> right. Yeah. So let's be honest with yourself. And, you know, and even having that conversation with God, like I'm hurting. Like, God, yeah. I'm my heart hurts. What am I supposed to do? What should I do? Tell me what to do. Show me what to do. Reveal to me what to do. Let me know what I need to do because I can't, I don't want to be here anymore. Right. You know, and having that real conversation one thing at a time, one situation, circumstance at a time and listen, be still, just be still and listen. Mm -hmm. What are you supposed to be doing? What do you should, are you supposed to be learning? And he may just very, like you said, may very well reveal that it is not you daughter. I'm getting your husband ready. You do not want me to shortchange this process. Trust me. (laughs) Trust me. You do not want me to shortchange the process of what I'm doing in your husband right now. Because when Mm. it is in 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, when you are, you guys are married, he's going to remember what he has gone through during this season to prepare him for that with you as his wife, you know, girl, it is so real. Sis, you said something right there (laughs) and it will take your appreciation for your gift of a husband to a whole other level. Yes. You'll appreciate because your process, I, you know, Mm. I think about it like whenever my parents, like I'm a, I was raised the only child. Mm -hmm. And so things came a lot easy for me, like gifts and stuff like that. That's why gifts is not really my love language Mm -hmm. because I naturally got them. 
But you think about when you give a kid a gift that they really, really wanted all year for Christmas, right? Mm -hmm. They open it. Then next thing you know, they go back playing with the old toys and they forgot about the day that you just got them. Right. You know, but they didn't have to work for it. Mm. Now, let me tell you, when I got my car, I worked for my car. Like, I got good grades Mm -hmm. and all this, that and stuff. Y'all, I'm still driving the same car that my parents gave me. Wow. Six, at age 16. Wow. That's a loyalty. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Granted, I don't want a car note, but outside <laughs> of that, I honored, like, I honored my parents and I treasured my gift because I knew what it took for them to bless me with a brand new car. Yeah, yeah. That's good. So, and, and you don't want to, I always call it a, a, a half-baked cake. Like, mm-hmm. if you take the butter, the sugar, the um, baking powder, all these stuff individually, and you taste them, it's nasty mm-hmm. by themselves. It's nasty. Mm. Even, you know, you put them all together. And I know my grandmother used to get on to me like, Shalana, stop eating the, the cake mix because it had raw eggs in it. So it'll make your stomach hurt. That's right. what she would say. But, you know, it started to taste good, but it's still not done. Yep. It's not until it goes into the fire and to the heat and the process. And then on top of that, what happens is when we become, we're waiting because, you know, the weight, W-E-I-G-H-T yes. of waiting can be heavy. So here we go. Open in the oven, open an oven. And if you got a, a cook like your grandma, a baker, she'll tell you, stop opening up the oven so make, make my cake fall. Yeah. You know, because yeah. it will flop if you yeah. keep opening it up the, the, to change the temperature. But it's not until it's under the heat of the process Mm. and when it's done, that's when you can enjoy that cake. And just like your husband, if he, God is molding him, he's putting in that extra butter. You know you love the vanilla, so he's adding a little (laughs) vanilla and everything in there. Mm. And so that way you can enjoy your cake and eat it too. You know, they like to say you you can't have your cake and eat it too. Why not? Right. We are kingdom kids. Right. 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 I love that. I love that visual. That is so perfect. That is not until under the heat yes. that you really, and that's the process. The process is the heat ladies. So it's yes. not until you are in and through your process. Can you truly get the cake that you've desired? I love that. That is so mm-hmm. good. I just so appreciate you sharing your wisdom today. And, you know, I know your heart to be a wife. I know your heart to be a mom. I know your heart to be married. You're going to be an amazing wife and mommy. You really will. I cannot wait to see what God does in your life. And with regarding that, because your heart for people is just so big anyway. So it just magnifies when you get married and have children. And so thank thank you you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for just sharing with us today on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I just appreciate your transparency, your realness, because we have real (laughs) conversations here and um, just your heart to share your experiences. So thank you so much, sis. I love you with all my heart. Thank you for sharing so much. And I cannot wait to see what God is going to do this new year, 2019, as you reset, hit the reset button. Make sure you keep sharing with me and what's going on and how yes. God is really showing up in your life. Amen. Yes, I love it. Thank you so much for having me. I truly believe it's not only my time, but it's my turn. Yes, <laughs> I love it. Thanks so much, sis. Yes, thank you. Talk to you soon. Yes, Bye. thank you. Uh-huh. Bye. Bye. 
Thank you so much, ladies, for joining me and Shalana today for this week's episode on hitting your reset button. You know, I love the new year because it's just a an opportunity for a fresh start, a clean slate, another reminder to let go of the things in the past that are not serving you, that are keeping you stuck, that are keeping you bound, that are keeping you from achieving your goals, your dreams, and stepping fully into who God has created you to be. And so thank you, Shalana, for just reminding us of ways to do this. I am so appreciative of each and every one of you who join us each and every week on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. If this is your first time listening to us, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Please make sure that you get connected with our community by going to bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash join Wife Wisdom. You can also join us on Instagram at Wife Wisdom Podcast. Also, I love hearing feedback and ideas for upcoming topics that you are really interested in. And you can email me at hello at mrschristyjones.com. And as always, please consider rating and reviewing us on iTunes. It really helps get the word out to other women who desire to be a wife, to thrive as a wife, or just really need encouragement and support staying a wife. So thank you as always for joining us each and every week on Monday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's when the new episodes are uploaded and you will get notifications from Spotify or iTunes if you subscribe there of upcoming episodes. So thank you again, ladies. Remember to reset your heart. You have the choice to do this at any moment of the day. All you have to do is decide. All you have to do is choose. And it's just, just an opportunity to start over, to hit the reset, start over, regroup, and keep moving forward. Love you so much. See you next time. The Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little Jones was created to help you cultivate the heart of a wife by giving you practical tools, tips, and techniques to live happily ever after. Well, at least most of the time. (laughs) So until next week, keep learning, keep listening, and keep love first. Bye-bye.